Right. You get to an age, though, wouldn't you? Is this a warning you're giving me? You're starting to forget stuff. Do you ever go, do you go upstairs now and get up the stairs? Yeah. And then go, what if I come upstairs? Your stairs or mine? Well, well, no, yeah, I know you know exactly what you're doing when you go up my <laughs> stairs, but like... At my house, no. You know, I haven't had that yet. Have you not? No, not I daily. Do I do it. For me, I, t- I tell you what though, mate, it doesn't have to be upstairs. I'll, some, oh. Sometimes I'm halfway through a sentence and I think, uh, I don't know where that was going. I don't no, <laughs> I do that on the stage sometimes. <laughs> Someone will say something and I'll, I totally lose my thought. Yeah. And I, and I go, and actually, you know, I've also got to the age now where I go, what was it I was talking yes, about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, whereas actually, well back 10, 15 years, you'd have been mortified, wouldn't you? Is Absolutely it? mortified that you were stood in front of a thousand people and you just forgot what to start, uh, what you, to say. Have you ever read any of, um, like, Freud's or Carl Jung's sort of psychology and psychotherapy about relationships? You know, about like, the parent and child relationship yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. sort of feel that very quickly, much quicker than I anticipated, and quite dramatically, our relationship has quite significantly changed. I do fundamentally feel like a carer now. With me? Yeah. Good. Because yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's really nice to think somebody cares. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh sh- listen. Can you... In a tiny, tiny little violin, can you... That should be an orchestra boy. That should be an orchestra <laughs> now. They should have just fired. Right, right we're up. skirting around the subject. How are my chilies doing? Ah, oh, you want to see them? I, do, I know I want to see them. Seriously? Oh, don't start on no. that. I bet it just looks like mud. Mine? Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. We need to finish. We'll finish this in the greenhouse. Yeah. Because they're there. And I'll show you something really funny as well. So I had, I had you doing the chilies. Yes. And then I had Mrs. Frost out here doing doing the tomatoes yes Mrs. Frost promised me that she was only putting one tomato plant in, in each, okay. each seed in each pot yeah I'm going to show you <laughs> you've got like you know nine of things, you <laughs> when things grow you can't lie can you <laughs> no she's got three she's got multi-stem tomatoes coming brilliant, up you know, brilliant like, which is fair enough I so suppose. have they germinated yeah oh, no, um, really in fact excited. actually we're not far off I reckon by next time yeah we'll be, we'll be rocking and rolling I'm, I'm a little bit nervous to prick them out yeah. just now, sure. but I'm, I mean, I might even have to do them before we meet again, but if I do, I'll obviously make sure yours do get an awful lot of love, care, yeah. and attention. I'd like the big ones as well. You like the bigger chilli? Yeah. Oh, well, not a problem. Well, actually, no, <clears throat> I think I'd like the little sickly ones. I've always chosen pets like that. I feel sorry for the ones, you know, the ones that aren't doing very well. I once bought a little mouse once. I went into a pet shop to buy a little dish because I thought, oh, I know whether I'll have a little dish in a pet shop like for little hamsters and rabbits and stuff. And the man saw me coming a mile off. I didn't understand it at the time. And there was this one little mouse in a cage and all the other mice were in another cage. And I said, why is that one on its own? He said, oh, they're all picking on him. He's all like got bits of tufts of his fur missing. I went, oh. So I came out with a mouse and a cage and some mouse food, not the little dish. Because <laughs> uh, you forgot the little yeah, dish. <laughs> exactly. And I came home, and my mum was like, what, what on earth? I said, it was a little mouse. I called him Charlie. He was being picked on by the other ones. And she said, yeah, as soon as you walked out that door, it had gone in that cage, picked up another random mouse, put it in a cage on its own, waiting for some other sucker to come in and go, oh, why is that little mouse on his own? Oh, they're all picking on him. <laughs> Calling him names. Oh, <laughs> but I'm yeah, excited yeah, about yeah. the chilies. That's great. Yeah, chilies are good. <clears throat> Different colour peg. Today? Oh, yeah. it's a... Uh, yes, it is. It's a blue peg today. Well, the jacket's blue, isn't it? Is that why? It's purely to go. 
Honestly, people. And what did he say five minutes ago? That he's the carer. Yeah. Yeah, that's what he said, didn't he? He's the carer. No, I don't think so. There was a whole movement, though, wasn't there? Care for the carer, right? Care? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I, I still can't get my head around that. Why so listen, it's February. Um, Just. Right, right at the end of February. It, it, yeah. I, and I was going to say that it feels like spring. In fact, I, I put something on Instagram, I think, where I've been out in the garden a couple of times... Just with the dogs, actually, at the end of the day, just walking around where it's been wet and windy and miserable and stormy and horrible, and then all of a sudden, it stops. And some of the evenings we've had have been gorgeous, like really still mm. and yeah. and f- cold still, but fresh and and you it, you can feel it. it's almost there, right? It yeah. feels like spring's just just almost there. In fact, first of March, it's this coming Sunday. That's officially no. spring, isn't it? What's the date today? Twenty eighth. Yeah, Friday the twenty eighth. So it's tomorrow. Then. Well, that's the 29th is tomorrow. We don't know. We only have 28 days in February, don't we? No, it's a leap year this year. Is it a leap year? Yeah, so you can propose to me. (laughs) So it's the first... I don't think we've been going out long enough. (laughs) I might leave it another story. It would be unprofessional as well as your carer. Would it? Yeah. I don't think that's allowed. That's why you had to stop that other job, wasn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Well, we're going to move on quickly from that. Uh, (laughs) This is a problem. You 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 sound just like that journalist. (laughs) (laughs) You won't tell the whole truth, will you? Um, you're right about the weather. In fact, actually, we yesterday afternoon I had a I had a course here. Um, it was cold, but there was some lovely little sparkling stuff yeah. going on in the sky. It was dry though. Yeah, that makes so a difference. I laid some plants out. We would start lifting plants and moving plants around in the garden. We still plenty of time to do that. And I thought today I'm going to get out of here, jazz, and yep. we're going to rejiggle and we're going to do the whole of the podcast. Outside, I'd have loved that, but we're not outside. Are this we? morning, I went to get my back done at whatever time it was this morning, eight o'clock. I think I was in there and he was mullering me. Yeah, and I came out and yeah, and it's proper wet stuff today as well. Oh, it's it? horrible. You can feel it in your bones, as my grandma yeah. used to say. It's um, it's and it's not stopped. It's damp no. everywhere. No, it's not fun, is it? I was saying to you, I was going to cut a bit of an apple tree down, but I don't trust myself. It's so wet. I don't want to be yeah. treading on branches and up high in an apple tree, cutting branches down. But no, it's not. It's one of those. Um, so actually, all we're going to do today is sow some more seeds and just waffle on. But that's okay, isn't it? <clears throat> because yeah. one one of the things I said I wanted to ask you today was what happens when because beekeepers get this if you keep bees that people are desperate to get in and see their bees because all through the winter you've not seen in them and you get these little glimmers of sunshine you think oh I really want to get in and make sure they're alright and you shouldn't you know you should sit on your hands a bit but with gardening I suppose you could put all of your wet stuff on and get drenched through and whatever and, and there's sometimes that's quite nice to do that and I've got a funny feeling that is what I'm going to do right because right. <laughs> I'm, I'm there I, I'm sowing seeds I'm getting ready I'm getting excited I'm doing all the stuff but I need to be out there yeah, and, and there's only so many times you can put all that stuff off, isn't there? Because yeah. it all starts to back up. Back up if you're yeah. the bigger the garden, the worse that is, of course. Yeah. The, the, implication, it, that is the length of our winters, and with me, it's the light. At least at the moment, you're getting up, uh, you know, and, and a quarter past up past six, yeah. there's some light in the sky. And Mrs. Foster, you know, she is a fair weather gardener, so she won't yeah, go yeah. outside, but, yeah. but I believe you give it another three weeks everything will just start yeah, to ease sure. and, and then all of a sudden we'll be out there in the evening yeah and, I love oh, that you know we're probably hopefully you and I if we've got any listeners we're talking to a few gardeners and I think we're probably all in the same boat we just want to rock and roll yeah yeah. and just get back out and get stuck in don't we? So, so if you can't <clears throat> fair weather gardener is something I've heard before um, uh, but, but say you're 
I don't know. It might be from health conditions that you don't want to be out yeah, in the, in the yeah. cold or something, or it might be that uh, your garden's unsafe in the wet and the slippery yeah. or whatever. So, so what are the alternatives so you can feel like you're being productive, still get that sort of quote-unquote gardening contact? Yeah. What can you be doing? We've, we've spoken about sowing seeds and stuff um, before. That's yeah. obvious. Well, you can continue yeah. to do that. Right? Yeah. Just fill all your windowsills up and your greenhouse yeah. with seeds. Definitely. What else could you do? Well, anything from starting a... You know, it's, it's the silly old... You know, when you think about it, it's the stuff that, that we forget about. You know, all of a sudden we're going to need our lawnmowers. And then we all okay. realised that actually At they the needed last cleaning them and they yeah. needed to sharpening. And then you take it down to the local bloke and you go... Nah, sorry, mate. Yeah. You can't really. I can't do that for another six weeks. Yeah, and yeah, think, yeah. Oh, why didn't I do that then? <clears throat> yeah. So that sort of stuff. You know, the, the old Jeff Hamilton thing. Clean your tools. You used yeah. to go on to me as a boy. Clean your tools. Get them oiled up. All that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, even you know, we've got a tank where we you know, we don't we're not throwing away our black plastic, so we're reusing, yeah. we're reusing. So I use this time of year. I've got a tank. You could put one in the back of the garage, just watering pots, cleaning them off. Oh, okay. Yeah. All yeah. that. You know, in one, but I suppose the things that people look upon as not necessarily the most exciting stuff. Yeah. But the mo- one of the most exciting things happening at the moment. I don't know about you, but once you start signing up to certain nurseries and things like yeah. that, the old catalogues are rocking yeah. up, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. You know, so if not, at least by the fire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bending catalog, the corners down. <laughs> highlighter. Yeah. I think. So and planning, I suppose, as well. So, yeah. you know, I you think could my, think... Yeah, my old missus decided romance was... I'm, I'm sat in bed the other night mate, yeah. reading the seed catalogue. <laughs> it's, it's like right. that Victoria Woods song where he says, just leave me alone and let me let me read this catalogue on vinyl flooring. <laughs> You're like, let me, let me read this catalogue on seeds. Yes, I've got to a good bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you could think about pots, couldn't you? It's only yesterday, because it was miserable yesterday at home, um, it wasn't too bad, <clears throat> but I, I was tired. I had a bit of a headache. Funny enough, it was similar. Yeah. You were saying, today. I just didn't feel in the right place to do the heavy stuff. So I was doing some of the easy sort of jobs, and I got to the end of the day. It was gorgeous. The sun was setting. It was really beautiful. It was still. I thought, do you know what? I'll move those pots around. I felt like doing it, and totally rearranged the the pots out the back of the house. And we've got sort of like yeah. a, a an edible kitchen garden thing that I'm, I've got going on, trying to seed all of that up and it looks amazing compared yeah. to compared to how it looked before just a few little tweaks you know yeah. you could do that kind of stuff yeah, even definitely. if it's in your head right just think yeah. oh i know what if i get a small pot and a big pot maybe draw it you don't have to be a garden designer do you, you nah. can just think That's i know what i've got what could i put there instead yeah and and again you know it is a time to flip back through the books and start planning Maybe, you know, one or two new plants that you're going to try yeah. this year or... That's a great idea, actually. You know, yeah. And so I think it is Treat yourself. Here's a time just to stop thinking, yeah, we're, we're getting rocking. I yeah. mean, I, I'm st- I've got to sort out a load of succulents that I've got in the greenhouse. So, so some of them has got too big for the pot, some of them have yeah. suffered. So I'm giving a few of those a bit of a clean up and, and getting succulents ready for the coming You have. For I, the coming I hope year. you don't mind me saying this publicly, yeah. but you have you have got whopping succulents, haven't you? I, mean, I do like a succulent. Yeah, I have... I have <clears throat> I've like seen some. There's a there's a real size. I mean, I made my eyes water a couple of those I saw. You've oh, got there's one of my favourites is this Aeonium and it's called pomegranate and I've got it up now. I reckon to about two. That foot looks like eight inches with, to me. No, it's a good two foot with well, spikes. Yeah, you know, with with, with stems thing. coming out all over yeah. the place and yeah, I love it. You should pack it up anyway because yeah. you know you should be a good boy. <laughs> Be a good boy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, sorry. Yeah. So, so what's today's? Uh, well, so I just have a, have a read, mate. I Instead, um, we're we're inside and we're yeah, have a we're read. doing stuff. So uh, we are spinach, Malabar. Okay. Yeah, so slightly Malabar different. Malabar spinach. 
Um, uh, oh, there's two. Hang on a minute. Right, so we've got Malabar spinach green. Yeah. Bacella alba. Is that the Latin name, is it? Bacella yeah. Alba. And Bacella rubra. So Malabar spinach red vine spinach. So, yeah. what, so what do they look... So, what's well, the difference? What are they, what are they really going to turn out like? What's lovely? You don't know? Is, I haven't got a clue. Brilliant. Because <laughs> I, um, love it. I had a mate that... Um, in fact, actually, I, I did him a favour. Did him a favour and helped him out with some bits and pieces. Um, and then, actually, he's, the, he's in charge of science at the RHS. Um, lovely old boy called Alistair Griffiths, and um, actually he's working with me on this this Chelsea garden. So yeah. I did this. Oh, you spoke about that last month, the the Chelsea garden yes. you designed. Yeah, so yeah. all about biosecurity. Yeah. Um, anyway, Alistair and I, and then the other day, they turned up in the post, oh. and he'd been talking to me about, it, and we were talking about veg, and I go, I must have just sown something, and I was talking about different bits and pieces. So I've got a couple of things for you to try, and he obviously ordered them, and then put oh, them in the nice. post. Um, oh, a lovely man. He, that him and another designer friend of mine um, have just brought out a book. Actually, just launched a book now because we haven't talked about it before. I haven't got a clue what it's called, but yeah. it's all about um, the benefits of gardening. Oh, so amazing! So it's an RHS book. So I bet if you type in something like RHS benefits of gardening yeah, yeah, yeah. book, it will come up. So, so oh, I could read that, and that could be my book of the month next month. It could. Because I tell you what, was lovely talk, talking to Alistair. No, I think it will be talking to Alistair is quite interesting because obviously he's a science base, but he loves design and he worries about it. he doesn't know enough about it somehow. But the research and it's he loves applied science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it, it talks about effects of colours, you know, and and different sort of I suppose actually physical things yes. that we can do, but also happen to us with yeah. plants. And obviously he's he's written that. Um, with a designer, yes. so you've got the balance of the two. So I, love um, that. I haven't got the book yet because um, no, actually, I think he's going to send me a sign one. Is he? So I will have the book. What's his name? Um, Alistair Griffiths. Alistair, shout out to Alistair Griffiths. Yeah, he's, he's, <coughs> he's a lovely, lovely, lovely man. Love and, this. Um, and also, Alistair, thank you very much for the for the seeds, mate, because we're going to give it a go. Right. Really, obviously, if they're if they're if it tastes horrible and complete rubbish, Alistair's not quite as nice as we thought. No, but, and he can have them back. Yeah. Uh, we- <laughs> Yeah. Well, we'll do. We'll plant them in the order that um, I see the traffic lights. Um, so we'll do. Yeah. So I'm gonna. I'm just. So I'm filling. Is there a red light in traffic lights? I'm filling a tray up. Yep. And. And watering them. These are cute. Yeah, these little is. half trays that you've got, aren't they? Yeah, they're quite nice in the green ones as well. So. And they're ideal yeah. size to sort of lift and move and they just are. put on the windowsill, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, I know you don't have to worry about that. You've got a got greenhouse and stuff, but the. I have. I got another one now and all. Have you? Is it your polytunnel? No, no. Oh, poly another tunnel. greenhouse. Polytunnel. Oh yes, again, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long story. Yeah. But um, uh, I don't know. You got another one? Just got a little one out the back. It's there. funny how quickly you run out of space in a greenhouse, and you really do fill yeah. it. You use it. <laughs> so uh, I, I said to Mrs. Foster, "Do you think we could have another greenhouse? Only, you know, only a cheap one. Yeah, yeah. I promise, yeah. only a cheap one. And yeah. you know, what do you need another greenhouse for? Oh, she was in that kind of mood, was she? She yeah. can be like that. Yeah. What, what do you need another greenhouse yeah. for? Yeah. You open the wardrobe, boy. Yeah, I know. Shoes? Yeah. They get up and walk out. Yeah. If I happen to go to a... Well, you know, why do you need another pair of shoes? Yeah. She looked Terrible. at me like I'd gone mental. Yeah. But so like, how did you convince her? That's uh, what we want to know. How did I convince her? How did that conversation... I'll pretend I'm Mrs. Frost, wow. right? So, so you say... I want another well, greenhouse. I think what well, I do is would I, you need another greenhouse for? Hey, yeah. hey, you. Well, I, you know, but I, that's why I walk away and think about it. Yeah. 
and then I keep leaving little notes on her desk. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. Seriously. Seriously. I just woke up this morning yesterday, and I love you. She, she went out of the office and I, I quickly got up and wrote a note and put it on her desk in the Aww. office. Just said, I love you. And, and I went in and said, who's that from then? <laughs> who's that from then? <laughs> you should put, I love you, and around the outside draw a little greenhouse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I just, love yeah, being grown I don't know. In she, I think in the end, maybe she just feels sorry for me. In the maybe. End, and she just goes, oh, do you know what? Yeah. If he wants, I don't ask for a lot really. Most of what I ask for it normally evolves around the garden. I'm, I'm yeah. not really a. Um, or to stop the screaming. <laughs> yeah, well, that's good. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm not really a. Don't really. Want for much. Nah, yeah, I don't, I don't really you know, I'm a sort of, you know, greenhouse or plants. I mean, we get to my birthday and they'll say, well, what, do you, what do you want? And then half the time, if you give me a choice, I'd. Buy me a tree. Yeah, or a bit of peace and quiet. Yeah, that'd yeah. be nice as well. That's not going to happen. Stop in asking me a question. No. <laughs> it's not going to happen in my house, though, is it? That's no hope that happening in my house. <laughs> Those are the red ones. These are the red ones. Yeah, so, cool. So, so, so in red um, first. Yeah. So we've done the. Done Can the you not? Should you not just put? I mean, because spinach is big and hard. Yeah, so, isn't it? <clears throat> boom. Again, we could leave it another five, six weeks. What soil starts to warm up, yep. they could go straight out in the garden. Okay. Um, I'm just going to get them going in here, really. Partly because we want something to do today, um, but you can sow them <laughs> to keep jazz quiet. Yeah, to keep jazz quiet. Um, but you can you can sow them, you know, sow them indoors. What I'll do then is get them going. Um, as we know, my greenhouse has got a tiny little bit of, of, of bottom heat on a, yeah, on a yeah. mat. Um, that will help drive, you know, get them going. I'll prick them out, put them in little pots, and all it means is I'll. I'll plant them out as plants. Okay, um, so you'll get spinach quicker this way. That's exactly what I was going to say. I have another question. Go on. <clears throat> I've noticed that when I was doing the chilies, yeah. you were very particular, very particular, because yeah. I remember editing it and thinking, I wonder if he wants me to edit this out, because actually you come across as aggressive. You were very particular. I don't know what you mean. About, <laughs> you were very <laughs> particular about one little seed per little hole or whatever, and it said like one centimetre down or something. Yeah. And you made a point of saying about Mrs. Frost, her tomatoes all over the shop. Yeah. She promised me only one. You've just lobbed them in there, like scattered them in any old place. So no, why is it that some you can do that and because others? Because basically with these, actually, if you see, they're quite big. Yeah, they so are. So I can big. just roll them apart. But I think what it is as well, in reality, is that I managed to sprinkle them and not get them too close together. Whereas you and Mrs. Oh, okay. Frost. Well, 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 hang on a minute. Them What's it got? in piles. <laughs> well, yeah, but together. Well, it's because <laughs> yes. I'm worried about solitary isolation. So, no. All I need to know is I've got enough room around these guys just to prick them out and, and be able to... And so is that the, that's the reality of when, when you get taught to, or shown to sew in, uh, sew in drills and in lines, yeah. it's just so that they're nice and equally spaced? Yeah, it depends. So you could toss them in as long as they're all nice It depends and, on what you're doing. And again, with veg... I mean, I, with veg, growing veg generally in the garden, all right, I'll pick the back of the packet up, I'll say, well, it, it says do X or Y, you know? So I'll do a little bit of that. Yeah. And then I, I might bored. do a row somewhere else <laughs> yeah. and go, well, actually, well, I'm going to sign a little bit heavier. Yeah. Or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. Because for me, growing veg is all about experimenting anyway. Yeah, so sure. what I might do, and we do a lot more of it now, you know, I might sow heavily, um, say with the carrots, so I'm a little bit heavier. Yeah. And then pick out a load of baby carrots. Okay. You know, so thin and eat, you know, ah, rather than... okay. 
so, so, so when you thin something out, you don't have to get rid of it. It's not around the compost. Potentially, you could thin it out and re it. put it somewhere else. Well, thin it and use it. Okay. Nine times out of ten, you don't tend to. Certain things you could, you know, you could lift and replant. That, that doesn't work with everything. Okay. But but most of it, you you thin and use. So some stuff I sew a little bit heavier. Amazing. And, you know, I just. I constantly manipulate and play. That's <coughs> sure. all it really boils down. I suppose to. as long as you've got enough crop, if you're relying on it, as long as you've got enough crop that's going to be all right, yeah. you can play around with the little bit of spinach. This is just a little bit of a fast forward mm. to get us going, ready, you know, so like you said, we have to at the same time. It's vermiculite. It means that we've, we're going to get spinach quicker. Yeah. I mean, I've even managed to get some um, um, spinach it's kept going from last year really so I covered it I just covered it up we've had a weird winter um, though, and, as well, we, and we, we say we haven't <coughs> had that cold a winter so we've got a massive borage that's that's lasted it's been fine all throughout I just noticed yesterday it started flowering again yeah. crackers isn't it yeah we were, I was digging borage. up um, digging up some herbaceous stuff yesterday in the garden and I've got some um, cercium which is a lovely um, lovely sort of thistle leafed but also a lovely deep sort of crimson thistle colour flower on it and um, it's trying to flower. Yeah. About about two centimetres above the plant. Amazing. You know, and it. I mean, it's worrying in a lot of ways because it. You yeah. Know, we we all know. Well, you and I, and, and I think probably a lot of people listen. We we have to get used to used to change. Well, hence you know, hence hence the weather and how unpredictable. Yeah. You know, things are coming, but I I don't know. It keeps me awake as to where. Where are we going to end up? You know, where yeah. are we going to end up, and 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 what's going to happen? I was I was at a um, I'm doing a lot of work with a, um, a company called well, there it's a place called Harwell, and they're a big science park outside of Oxford, and I'm I'm working with them to try and advise them on um, maybe how they manage a landscape around all this big science park, you know. And I was through it. I was invited to a um, it was like a science meeting about ultimately about food, you know, okay. and and some top scientists there talking, and, and you were listening, I mean, I didn't even know why I was there, they went round, this is make you laugh, <laughs> they went round the room, and they went, um, sorry, two seconds, I'm going to blow my nose, right. blow your nose, I'll, I'll cover that, yeah. like some sort of hold music, yeah. do, 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 right, do, do, do. and you just use that situation to blow your own nose, yeah. as well, yeah. <laughs> you can tell it's a little bit cold in the barn, yeah, yeah, we're dripping, um, we're dripping, yeah, we are. noses are leaking, yeah, this is where you plead you can't sis. Um, anyway, so they went round the room and, you know, it was a scientist from here and a scientist from there and they're introducing themselves and he gets to me and I go, I'm Adam Frost, I really don't know why I'm here. <laughs> but, but the guys were talking about, about you know, how, I suppose really the, the crux of it was, you know, there's a lot talked about now, isn't there, about what we've done to our soils. There's a talk of, you know, wilding that we've talked yes. about before. How in the future do we do we get to a place where we put enough back into our land to help with environmental sure. problems, boom, 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 carbon storage, all that sort of thing? Against how do you field, how do you feed a growing population? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, and there's been research done now, and they're growing protein in yeah, yeah, yeah. in jars, aren't yeah, they? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and and the guys were saying in a way that that probably it logically. You go, well, you'll look at the soil and you'll look at the science of what works in the country, what doesn't work in the country as far as, f you know, food sort of production. 
and use our land well in the right places and then use other parts of that to rewild and store carbon and you know put back habitat for wildlife yeah. but actually in reality food could well be grown in in factories yes up north you know looking at actually work and providing jobs in the future and this conversation i actually felt like at times i was sat in a in like a sort of a movie yeah i know what you mean and a I bit was, futuristic yeah i find all of this really difficult to to understand for me and perhaps i've not been involved at an academic level enough but it seems really straightforward. So let's rewind like 50, 60, yep. 70 and more years when farming, in order to be a successful farmer, you have to keep chickens, pigs, grow a bit of wheat, grow a bit of this, grow veg. You have to grow everything. Because yep. if you had a bad winter and your crops were shot, you at least had money from your pigs. or you least, yep. And everybody could sort of contribute to the global food chain or the, the, the national food chain. And then, of course, along came chemicals. Yep. And the chemical companies who sold this golden dream, yep. no longer do you have to keep five or six or seven or eight or more different things. You can just grow one thing, one crop, all over that. We'll pump shed loads of chemicals onto it and you'll grow loads of it. And we absolutely bought into that dream. And for many, many years, we've not done anything different. We've not challenged it. It almost seems too little too late that we're now thinking, oh, actually, so it doesn't matter how many chemicals you pump into that crop at the top end. How many pesticides and fungicides? If you get like we have, you know, I was talking to a, a, one of our local neighbouring farmers just yesterday, and he's lost yet another field of crop because of the wet weather, and it's yeah, just yeah, been so wet for long, we've so long. Got, we've got taters. People have still got taters in the ground yeah. um, near here, you know. And um, actually, someone said the other day something had gone up. I can't remember what it was, but it might even be the bata- cost of potatoes. Right. That doesn't surprise it's me because there was a mass shortage yeah. of potatoes at the tail end of last year because of all of the wet weather we had then. Um, and then if you fast forward a little bit to the Second World War, everybody was encouraged to grow and grow their own and look after their own. Yes. Now, not only does that have amazing health benefits, yeah. emotional well-being benefits, physical health, etc., yeah. etc., cetera, et cetera, but you also appreciate where food comes from, what goes into it, right? You do. So... And I know that you could argue, yes, but you know that that's not our society anymore. We sit at desks, we have computers, we're digital age, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, which fundamentally is one of the core problems of why we've got so many health and, and emotional issues because we weren't built to do that. We were built to hunt and grow and whatever. Yeah. So all of those things just seem really simplistic for me in terms of why aren't the government or why aren't more people encouraging or enforcing us to grow more or to do more ourselves rather than... Because you and I both know that even on a small scale, if you live in a flat and you've got a window or a windowsill or whatever, yeah. you can grow in that space. Admittedly, you won't be self-sufficient, yeah. but that takes a tiny little margin out. Multiply that out over by tens or hundreds of thousands of people all over the country and suddenly we don't need hectares and hectares of spinach being grown with fungicides and pesticides. And yeah. But maybe I, there'll be somebody listening, probably, who knows a lot more about me and thinks, gosh, that guy sounds so naive. But if it worked before... Why are we neglecting that and saying... I, I, I think, like most things, it probably boils down to, to pound notes. If you talk to you know, right. a farmer, they'll tell you the only way that they make something work yep. is not only, I suppose, subsidy, but, but then on top of that, it would be, it would be mass. Yes. You know, so it would be massive crop, but it, I, I agree with you in, in, in so many ways, mate. I mean, you know, me, I don't, I've got to a point now where I, I sort of 
I don't eat meat in a week. Sure. Um, I, I eat meat at the weekend, and I make sure that the meat that I'm eating at the weekend, you know, comes from, yeah, from yeah. good sources. Yeah. Well, I partly do that for, for health, yeah. but I also partly do it because of the stuff that I worry about sure. the environment. And hello. Oh, look, it's Willow. Oh, oh hello, sweetheart. Oh, you mate, oh. it's wet out there, isn't it? Oh, look. Has someone thrown you out, son? He looks how I feel. I tell you what, I've been moist all February, Adam. <laughs> Let's look at him, look. Hey, oh, he don't look happy, does he? No, he doesn't, does he? No, so, you can't oh, he nearly... He, he won't make it. <laughs> he looked at he's that. He's not. He's, he's stood. Adam and I are on like a little platform. If you've ever been to Adam's his, his school, he's got like a barn, which is where we're right now. And he's got like a sort of like raised platform so that everyone's got their own potting benches. You can see what he's doing at the top. And at the edge, there's a little storage uh, like uh, shelf. And Willow was just stood on the top of it. And there was this little moment where you could see his muscles all tense. He was just going to see if he could clear a, what is that, like a foot or five, six foot space. Yeah. And really funny, he's, he's, he's obviously Ash, the other one, the, you know, the, the black one that we've got. Um, he he is he'll climb anything, yeah. jump anything. This one has already been called fat and lazy. Right. So so he obviously looked at it and went, Nah, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. I'm going to make. But it's a he, lot of energy. He does, he does silly things. He doesn't. He's, he's totally un. In fact, I put a cat, I put a picture of, up of him um, on social media the other day. He was in the sink. Lena was in the bath. Oh yeah. And he was in the sink. Yeah. With his paws over the edge yeah. and his head there. He's he's the most unlike cat thing. Yeah. You know, he'll be on the bed. Also a pervert, I might add. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, or intelligent. Depends yeah. You know, <laughs> um, anyway, he's laid on the bed, and the next thing he'll do is he'll roll over, but he'll fall off the bed <laughs> and boom, and he doesn't land on his feet even. He just goes oh, and he looks round as if to say. Well, who did that? What was that? Yeah, who did that? Yeah, yeah. He's, so, so, um, he's, like, he's the clumsiest cat that I've ever met. Right? Anyway. So getting back so to that. Going back to that, I totally not agree with you. And in a, in a strange world, we've got that going on in gardening. And, and hear me out. You're looking at me a little bit. Yeah. So the garden I'm doing about biosecurity. Yes. Right? So, so we're now in a place, we've got those thousand pesting diseases. Yeah. We, we're importing. We import problems, yes. in not just in plants, but we bring it in timber. Mm-hmm. You look at so many species of plants in this country now, you know, they're under threat. Sure. And so I think, I don't know if we talked about it before, but the, you know, the Zyella, even in the time that I've been understanding it and working on it and, and doing the stuff that I do, um, this, this problem that has caused all this trouble down in Italy and, and wiped out all the olives 18 months, two years ago, probably affected 200 species of plants. Now we're talking about over 500 species of plants, if it arrives. Well, yeah. it won't be if it arrives, it'll probably be more like when it arrives. Yeah, of course. Our oak, you know, you'd look at the problems, our oaks are under threat, our larches are under threat, we lost all our ashes, you mm-hmm. know, we, or, or a large proportion of ashes. And the list goes on. Yeah. So, Zyella now, you know, lavenders, rosemaries, I don't know what else is on there, alpine strawberries, yes. lime balm, it's, it's endless. Yeah talking to people and last week I was at a, um, a big biosecurity um, conference really which was set up by Prince Charles mm-hmm. I mean the bits that we're talking about he's been banging on about for you know 30 plus years but do you get to call him Charlie or not boss a oh, boss all right boss <laughs> boss is better isn't it? right yes yeah. more respectful yeah boss <laughs> all right boss was that subtle was it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. boss <laughs> all right boss um anyway so <clears throat> the thing is with the with the biosecurity yeah we've got to improve um, you know, we, we've got to deal with things differently at our borders, and I think 
even the government now seem far more aware of that. Um, and I think things are slowly starting to change. I don't think really most gardeners understand it. I stand up and speak and I start talking about it and you can see. Yeah, but yeah, my, yeah. why should they? Because Absolutely. no one's really shouting about it. Yeah, sure. But it seems to me the answer with that is, you know, think designers over the years have been taught monocultures, less yes. is more and yes, all that yes, sort yes. of thing. But even talking to experts, so I get that within a garden situation, what will happen over the next 20, 30 years is problems will arise. All right, but gardeners, because of the way we are, our gardens will change and evolve if we have a problem. You know, we'll replace stuff, we'll do this. The knock onto our countryside, our countryside, sorry, it is mind boggling. Yeah. I'm designing this garden, and more than once I've got tears running down my yeah. cheeks like the soft old sod that I am, going, have we ended up here? Mm. Have we ended up here? But then you start to ask experts, right? You tell me then what trees should we be planting in our landscape yeah. for the next generation? And I'm getting different messages. I'm getting different messages. You know, there's a few trees that that actually are, are popping up and people going, oh, that might be the answer. But then the next boat's going, no, no, I don't think. So you get to a place where you read, the only way we can deal with this is diversity. Sure. So we have got to go back into our landscape even in our gardens, and we have got to plant as much diversity as we can. Yeah. You know, so I think you look at, I don't know, what's been arrived by you know, the Woodland Trust of a news to advise, what, 30% of this, 30% of that? Th no, I don't think that works. I think now we've got to be looking to plants, you know, the smallest percentage of a particular species as possible. Yes. And I'm talking species, not just, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, not different varieties yeah, of yeah, 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 a yeah. species. And yeah. I think... And that's what you're talking about, really, mm. with the wider population yeah. and, and food and things like that. And, I, and, and you're going to have to plant the diversity and you're going to have to sit tight yeah. and, and see what happens. But see, th this is why I, I like talking about this, particularly on the podcast, because it, it, I would hope, encourages people to ask more questions and yeah. to start to understand how they can make a difference as well. Because it's no good sat at home just, you know, worrying about it or lamenting about it or, you know, getting upset. We've got to do something about it. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> just this week, somebody shared a photo. They'd taken, they'd gone into a, a well-known high street. I'm really tempted to say their name, actually, because I don't think there's any reason why I shouldn't. Um, but a really well-known um, budget chain. Apart from, hey, apart from, I work for the BBC and it'd be my fault. Yeah, yeah that is true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Not that I even said it, but it a, will be my fault. A, a well-known uh, budget chain of uh, like department store, right? Um, let's call them Bilco. Um, and and what you know, just just you know, random. Um, so, and what they're taking a photo of is in this gardening section. There are about. I don't you can know. Tell you only ever on nice TV. <laughs> 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 I did loads on the BBC, just not very recently. Um, <laughs> long enough. There's okay. a reason for that. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, um, well, all right, we'll call them Silco, yeah, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, rock on, come on. There's about seven shelves full of weed killer. Just, just this big unit. You know, every yeah. type and colour of weed killer you could imagine, from Roundup, which we know is a really bad one that they've yeah. tried to ban in loads of countries, all of them. And the point somebody was making was, you know, we can... They said something which I disagree with. What they said was, 
we can convince ourselves that people are, orga- are gardening organically, but clearly they're not. And I would disagree with that because there was loads of people that are gardening without pesticides yeah. and, and the tide will turn gradually. But the onus has to be on the people selling the stuff, right? On shops and stores to say, oh, hang on a minute, I understand what we're selling now. It's like that decision, you know, that people say, actually, no, we're not going to sell that because it's got palm oil in. Or we're not yeah. going to sell that because it's not ethical. Or we're not going to sell that because, I don't know, there's some nastiness associated with it. How you can say, on the one hand, we won't sell it because it's got palm oil in it, but we'll sell, you know, a weed killer or a fungicide or a, or a pesticide or whatever that, that has been proven to have catastrophic effects on yeah. the soil and, uh, and on, on uh, wildlife. I, I don't understand how that could happen. So I think we've probably, as consumers, got to start asking those questions. I, we had a really funny conversation the other night. Um, in bed, we were watching... A, no, we didn't. No, not you. It must you have been somebody no, else. No, not you and I. Mrs. Frost and I. Oh, sorry. Oh, right. <laughs> sorry. Um, and actually, I, I came in late and she was watching... Um, she was watching a wildlife programme on, on Borneo. You know, and... Yeah, um, with the orangs. And, um, and obviously, they've ripped out. Yeah, acres and acres, you know, for well, for palm oil. Thousands of hectares, not acres. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. Terrible. And I and and she was more or less shouting at the, <coughs> at the telly, and and I said, well, yeah, you're all right shouting at the telly, yeah. but you play your part. Yeah, Some yeah. of that's your fault. Yeah. Anyway, that obviously made her shout even more, but at me. Yeah. How and I go, well, just like you tell me hand on heart everything you pick up in the supermarket or the shop or wherever you go you turn it round and it says if it's got palm oil in it it says it's got sustainable palm oil yeah and then obviously she went really quiet and then as she does goes yeah but that's not the point okay and said yeah but if they didn't and I and then she's right if 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 they didn't but but you're right we all we yeah. all need to play a part don't we we all need to take you know me included you included all, all of us and, and because we, we had the right principles and then you know we're in a hurry so we yeah, grab yeah, something yeah. we do this we do that we, we we don't question enough there's a there's a lovely there's a video online and it's um Oh, it's the land lady that's in it's on there's there's something on at the moment actually I think it's the last tango Halifax. Okay. Um, it's I've on, not seen it's it. on a BBC thing, but oh. there's a there's a video on. I can't remember the actress's his name, but but she sat at the dine, dining table. One of the kids played me the other day, and she's obviously got her older children there, and, and something's. They're oh, I saw about, that. Oh, it's amazing. I know exactly what you're saying. Carry on. I've just realised what it is. And yes. she says, "It's all our fault." Yeah. And they all look, and they're all obviously fighting their corner yep. to start with, aren't they? And, yep. and then she starts talking about the supermarket and the checkout girl yep. and, and the replacement of the checkout girl. Yep. And you watch it, and you're going, yeah, yeah. they're right, because yep. it's so true. And, and, and I think all of us in some way probably play a part. And not like there's some of us that, you know, care about it far more than some other people care about it. But... I don't know, it, things like that either have to change from the top, hmm. but how the hell, you know, does that happen, or it I has just, to change by I think mass culture? My, my argument with you know, where it changes is, the best thing I ever did for, for my life in many ways was to, I, I tried to, to go sugar-free for a month, 
It was for health reasons, that's all. I thought, oh, I'll see what difference it yeah. makes. But actually, the biggest thing I learned was just how much stuff sugar is in. Because you start to look at ingredients, yeah, right? Yeah. And literally, you look at everything. I remember the very first lunchtime. I don't know if I've already said this. The very first lunchtime, I decided, right, I'm going sugar-free asthma today. Got to lunch, and I thought, right, I'll start looking at everything. Picked up the butter, really nonchalantly, had sugar in it. I couldn't believe it. The butter I'd picked up, I was like, what? How has that got sugar? And I was like, you're kidding. I failed at the first hurdle, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but... Ignoring the sugar thing for a second, the habit you get into is looking at ingredients all the time. I, I, literally everything I pick up in the supermarket, yeah. I look at the ingredients. Mm. Firstly, to check that it's not got sugar in it, or yeah. if there is some particular reason why I need that, that it's the lowest sugar I can find. But you realise how much stuff's got palm oil in it. And that yeah. I made a conscious decision that that goes back on the shelf for a number yeah. of different reasons that I've got sort of personal connections to, um, to a lot of the charities in Borneo and the, the, what they've done. Um, uh, I thought you just meant the apes. Yeah, the apes. Well, as, as I have that as well, right? You see my legs. Um, <laughs> not nearly enough, but you, but um, and you you realise that actually there's a secondary lesson that you're learning, which is to ask more questions, right? Where is this stuff coming from? So my argument is, Mrs. Frost is right, but it is our responsibility to ask the questions but I think it's our responsibility to put a bit of pressure on these big shops to say well actually hang on a minute me as an individual not buying something with sugar or palm oil in is one thing or asking the you know the garden centre where's that plant from yeah, or yeah. do you use pesticides or whatever yeah. on your plants or it's another you know, thing if the entire garden centre or the entire shop said we're making a stand so rather than little old me making a difference suddenly they're making a difference to tens or hundreds of thousands of people because the option is better or the bad option doesn't exist anymore does that make sense yeah that and deserves what, a round of applause I think. that does it's <laughs> like you know it, i think you should run for parliament no i, I couldn't mean, that be sounded like a can you imagine political every statement. day like spending around them and drive your mental, wouldn't it? Yeah, wouldn't it just? Yeah, yeah. It would. That's wanna... why I, just, I end up in a garden yeah. by myself. <laughs> just a lot just of the get time. around, and get rid yeah. of it. I, I agree, mate. I didn't. I don't know. What do we do? We we just have to keep trying, don't we? Yeah. That's all. All we can all do, and hopefully, well, we all take a little bit of responsibility. We all, we all, maybe just if if we all just try and be a little bit better versions of ourselves, then then we've got half a chance. I. You know those little wristbands you can get with WWJD on? What yeah. would Jesus do? Right? We need a WWAD, don't we? Oh, what, what would Adam do? Yeah. No, we don't want to follow <laughs> what Adam would do. You know, I'm yeah. trying to subtly get in a line of merch for this podcast <laughs> yeah. so we can get some of this money back. Because it costs lots of money to make these podcasts. right? And I'm thinking, you know, like pants with your face on with WWAD. Yeah, could you imagine? They'd fly out, I mate. can't. No, they wouldn't. Oh, Braziers, right? One with Adam on, one with Jez, right? Oh. <laughs> I think, mate, you're not... We've got a line of merch yeah, here. I'm I thinking think of it, right? You worked in marketing, have you? <laughs> not, not mugs. Who wants a mug, right? We, oh, <laughs> to scale yeah, this yeah. up, mate. Yeah, no, I don't think that's going to work. So while we're talking about... Um, on that note, actually, about you know people doing things, I think that's an ideal opportunity for us to thank everybody, actually, because I said to you that we've received some... Well, you know, because oh, you read them. Yeah, well, go on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> moment. So we've, we've... There's some really lovely comments and reviews and, and, and praise it's really we, we didn't do it for that we, we genuinely did it as a bit of a I don't know why we really did it I'll be honest with you. it was an opportunity for us to get away from our own respective busyness and just sit and chat for a bit I still um, don't know why we're doing it to, know, to be honest so, so the fact that you enjoy it is is really lovely to hear so so thanks for sticking around I know we waffle a bit but you seem to quite like that by the, the judge anyway so we've got a listener yeah yeah we've got one we yeah, know yeah. that yeah 
So did you, Lana? You've got evidence that we've got I one have. listener. I've got evidence. <laughs> so, Dan, the lad that's helping in the garden, my new lad that's helping in the garden, who's awesome. Can by I? The way. Can I just? So I've never met Dan, but can I just say that your lad that helps in the garden probably is a bit of an understatement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Does he, he have an he, official title? Um, he needs one, really, doesn't he? Mrs. Frost's favourite person in the whole wide world. Right, well, I think we office. need to wrap up this podcast now. Uh, it's been lovely speaking to you. <laughs> no, seriously. I need to walked, go and find this She Dan. walked in the office yesterday and she said, I feel really emotional. I thought, oh my God, what have I done there? I wasn't here. No. She said, that boy out there, she said, he's done this to the, the little nursery girl we got. It looks absolutely beautiful, she said. It looks wonderful. Nobody's asked him and he's just done it. I said, well, I did ask him. <laughs> <laughs> but... But he's just—he's like a breath of fresh air, this kid, and he—and he's—he's he, so eager to learn, and he's great fun to have around, and you know, I tell and he him, works hard, and doesn't he? Graphs, <coughs> he graphs, and he graphs, and he graphs, and um, but anyway, so guess who our listener is? Uh, Dan's wife, mum. Dan's mum. Yeah. So, Mrs. I think there's a big shout out and a big hello to Dan's oh. mum, isn't there? Do we know Dan's mum's name? Oh. She'd wear a brassiere with an Adam and Jez face on. <laughs> no, she wouldn't. That would mortify Dan. <laughs> you're even saying that. Why would he want his mother to walk around with a bra well, she's a with a picture of his boss well, she could be on a... her bra? That's wrong. Well, only one half is his boss, but, but the point is. That's wrong. She could be a model for the catalogue, for the merch. That's wrong, sir. Well, I think we should ask her. Wrong. What's Dan's mum's name? Do we I know? I know. Mummy Dan. Mummy Dan. Right. Dan's mum. Hello, Mummy Dan. Uh, she'll be laughing now. She'll be going, she oh my God, be. she's probably all very, very embarrassed. Um, oh. Anyway, big shout out and hello to, yes. to Dan's mum. Thanks, Dan's mum. Yeah. Text in your size and we'll get one sorted. And I, th- <laughs> I think what we'll do as well is we'll get... Um, Bikinis? You are bad. You really oh, I'm just, are what? bad. It's sort of, you can't like... Why not? I'm not tied to a channel. (laughs) No, you can't go down the old underwear. That's probably why. Um, So, so yes. And my point was, thank you. It's really nice that you stick around and listen. Uh, (laughs) Were. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, Right, it's time for book of the month, Adam Frost. Um, As we know, as we know, we're not. um, Hello. Oh, it's Polly. It's Polly. This is talking of course everybody's in today. This is this is Girl Friday. So Polly from. Works in the office has just walked in. Presumably, Again, she's hang coming. Hang on a minute. Hang on. Again, so like Dan, you can't say that Dan is just you know helps out in the garden when basically he runs the shop for you. Well, and Polly, Friday. Polly doesn't isn't just you know helps out in the office. I Polly, didn't say that. I said she works in the office. I said she's Girl Friday. She runs she does the everything. entire show. Is <laughs> she what does she everything. does, don't you, Polly? She's a delight. In fact, actually, yeah. to be fair, Polly's um, Polly's the closest thing I've got to a fifth child. Yes. In a she's good way. Sort of in a good way, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, she's much better than the other four. When, when I recruited uh, <laughs> Seriously, a, a manager for the farm, I specifically said, I met Polly last year, and I specifically said, right, we need a Polly. You did say that. I actually. did, you and, said I, said, and I said to Mrs. Frost, I said, where did you get your Polly from? Because I need a Polly, as she got a sister. Yeah, there's a Polly shop on there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> there's got to be a Polly shop. Turns out well, finding we, a Polly's really difficult. It is really Have you come difficult. in to ask him publicly while we're recording for a pay rise? But when you... Um, no, she doesn't want a pay rise. She doesn't want a pay rise. She's doing it just purely for the love of it, aren't you, girl? And the laughs that we have along the way. There you go. Actually, to be fair, she's had a, you've had a great couple of days, haven't you? I have. She's, had, she's done two days um, 
Fletcher Works training, so she's done oh. CAD training for the for the design business. Very So I'm fancy. teaching yesterday, this one went to you, I'm teaching, I get a, a picture come up on my phone. What did it say, Paul? What did it say? Planting Plan Pro. Planting Plan Pro. <laughs> and she sent me a picture of her planting plan. So, no, that's how life. sad she's become. We've got a, you know... This young oh, cool lady is now getting excited about... Polly, do you yeah, listen to like the podcast? Ah, oh, we've got two listeners. Well, she listens to it to tell me that it's all right, so I okay. text you and say, yeah, to put it up. <laughs> yeah, Why exactly. don't I just... It would be flipping <laughs> easier just to, to go to Polly. I know, exactly. <laughs> right, Polly, cool. what do you want? Do, you do want I need help? to edit this out? A cup of tea? Do you want a cup of tea? Yeah, that'd be nice, yeah. Okay, I'll go get one. It's only taken five it's months. Bit, well, sorry. Please, can you move your car? My car? Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> 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 Might have Brilliant. to pause this then. <laughs> well, no, I can't. We haven't finished, actually. Yes, I'll finish. I'll move it now. Anyway, Jez will be back in a minute. He's just moving his car. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Can you, has anybody seen my keys? I've got a little Rolls-Royce tag on them. Has anybody? <laughs> <laughs> and it's a very little Rolls-Royce tag, isn't it? Yeah. Can I have a, yeah, I'll have, I'll have a cup of tea as well, darling, please. Yeah, that'd be absolutely lovely. Thank yeah, you very much. Uh, did you hear that? Hey, he's yeah, posh tea. You're right, Paul. With posh tea. Did you hear that? He's gone on about. He's he's now talking to her about. Hey, oh great, he's gone now. So we. Can, and yeah. I'll tell you what, he's, he's so posh, it's unbelievable. And what's wonderful, he's left this whole thing running and now he's walked away, so I get to talk about him. So we won't talk about the good bits, we'll talk about the naughty bits. And, you know, that old Earl Grey stuff. I can remember, you know, when I first set a landscape company up and obviously we worked at some very nice houses and people used to bring me out a cup of tea and I always used to think that they hadn't quite washed their cups out properly because it always tasted to me like it had detergent still left in. And, and still to this day, I haven't got my head around Earl Grey. I'd either have, have a proper cup of tea or cut some nice herbs from the garden, drop that in hot water and drink that. Anyway, since he's been waffling on, I've also um, sown some kale, um, which is called Black Magic. Um, which I do love, which is the Italian kale in a sense. And I think the last thing that I'm going to do is just a little bit in the way of herbs. So we've got some sage. I'm going to say that. I've just carried on waffling on, boy. Yeah. I mean, generally, you know, I was talking about you and Earl Grey tea, but I'll, you can listen to it when you get home. And well, you, well, it's no good talking to me about it. it now. That won't be in no, it, will I'm not it? Gonna, no, <laughs> but, but, you know. I didn't need first. to move it. I oh. think it was your lad who moved it for us. Dan. All oh, right. What moved your car? No. No, he moved. Uh, it was the other person's car. We don't need to say it was, oh, but right. it was the other person's. So what? Why? Why? Who needs to move then? What was? Why did? Well, the car um, because she didn't want to hit my car. Who was it then? This is. No, it was the lovely lady we met this morning. Oh right, cool. I can't say who it was. Duchess of Cornwall. So. Just pop two for a cup of tea with Mrs. Frost. Yeah. Right. Do you want to finish what you were saying? Because then we can do book of the month. I did. What were we saying? Polly book came in, didn't she? Um, I was literally just about to do book of the month, and then oh, Polly came cool. in and ruined it. No, well, I think to be fair, she's she's a um, she's a diamond, mate. Yeah, she is. She we really point. like Polly. Right. So my book of the month is Doctor Zeus. Some people um, what call it Doctor Zeus. It's not Zeus. It's pronounced uh, Zeus. What's that one about? Then? Because I'm an. You know the Doctor Zeus books. I, I'll be really honest. Peas and ham. And I feel, if I'm honest, what I'm doing a degree in in mental health. <laughs> 
<laughs> Why? Because every time you put a book out, I go, oh, I better listen to it. I better like, so I'm downloading it. So at the moment, what? I'm doing all the reasons why, what depression is. Why? What's that what, all what about? What was last month's book? Oh, um, Lost Connections? Yeah. That's amazing though, isn't it? It is amazing. Well, so, it's not heavy, really, is it? No, apart from what did you have me reading before? <laughs> oh, Man's Search for Meaning. That is quite heavy, that one. <laughs> it's about Auschwitz, man. So Man's Search for Meaning? Yeah, Lost Connections. I suppose technically it's quite heavy. Yeah. Did you read the Amy Schumer book yet? No, I've downloaded okay, that's that. That's really I'm, funny. I'm, I'm away with Mrs. Frost next... We go away next Saturday. Do you? All right. Yeah. Um, so I'm away. So I've, I've got that one. For, yep. That's for... I think that's more Perfect. of a holiday. Yeah, yeah, it is. And she'll love that as well. There's and some funny bits. Well, I've, so I bought it for her because yeah. she'll read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, whereas I'll listen to it yeah. while I'm, you know, probably drawing something, knowing me. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, a yeah. bit more like that. Um, but yeah. It's not heavy. It doesn't matter. Don't worry. It's a kid's no. book. Oh, this chi- is a kid's book. Yeah, he's a children's author. Yeah. All oh, right, cool. Um, cool. So, the, but the one that I want to talk about is the Lorax. Partly because somebody once told me that when I haven't got moustache wax in my moustache, it goes a bit sort of like frizzy. And the, and the Lorax has like a little frizzy moustache, so I look a bit like him. Right. You put wax in your moustache? Well, it's actually a type of glue, but yeah. What did that for? Well, so it's a bit more refined rather than just a bit like crackly. Otherwise it sort of goes all frizzy. I don't get that. Would, no, well, you wouldn't. You haven't got. A, you haven't got. You haven't got a moustache like a long moustache. But I don't want one. <laughs> Look, don't make this about when your right. insecurities. So all right. during the rain today, like, what yeah. happens with the wax? I have a little bit of wax, I suppose, in my hair. It depends. Uh, mostly, it's fine. <clears throat> if it's loads of rain, because it's a glue, it will wash out and then you, it droops. I look like a like a captive orca. You know those killer whales in yeah, tanks, yeah, and they get that droopy little. Droopy. Yeah, when the fin goes. I look so like that's that. That's what your moustache looks like. Yeah, all sad yeah. and captive. But like you've got two fins, not one fin. Exactly, right? Double the yeah. fin, double the... Yeah. Doesn't matter. Does so, that mean you then look sad? Um, <clears throat> possibly, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I suppose I do. Yeah. Especially with this hat on. I look like a little orphan. I look just like a 17th century orphan left out in the rain. Yeah. Little cob boots and... Yeah, he's a bit, little bit posh to be an orphan. It's son. not... <laughs> It's cause even you keep orphan, going on about me being posh. Been, oh, you'd have been an orphan, you'd have been adopted by someone else that was posh. Because <laughs> that's what happens in those circles. <laughs> that, that, them people in those circles stay in them circles, don't they? I used to say to everybody while I, was at, on me. while I was at what Harrow, I used to say to people, I, mean? I don't. <laughs> I'm kidding, I never went. You know, <laughs> I've been through there in the car. <laughs> What? I haven't, <laughs> no, I've been through Harrow. Yeah. Anyway, look, Doctor Zoys, right? Oh, so look, 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 the, the Lorax. Oh, I mean, back. seriously. Oh, wonderful! <laughs> wonderful. There we go. That will be it our social been, media photo. It couldn't have been yeah. time mo- Polly, more wonderfully than you that. You can take the so- the photo today with our mugs, so you'll be able to see yes. this. Yeah, make sure you get the mug in it because we couldn't have been more honest. So, 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 right. So he's just said to you, lot. Cheers, Paul. Right, um, right. So, obviously, I've just given him a little bit of stick about being posh, and I don't want you thinking that it's only me that thinks it. All right, (laughs) because Polly has just walked in with his cup of tea in a mug with a crown on it that says His Lordship. Hang on a minute. So this isn't my house. Whose is this mug? Well, so there's only other one man in it. No, <laughs> no, uh, excuse me. What? Uh, do you There's not a boy. Think, 
There's two boys, yeah, but, but also, the ones at uni. who's the nearest one to a lord in our house, really? Oakley. <laughs> does not the yeah, youngest yeah. boy think that actually yeah. the whole world has been created from him? For him. He walked yeah. in last night and he goes to his mother. He listed off before he'd taken his coat off. He told her about seven things she needed to do. Oh, that was dangerous. And of course, she's He's gone. Brave, Bang. Yeah. She's gone straight up. I've just Funny gone, enough. whoa. I just said to him, and last night she was saying, saying he'd said something else, and he can get right under her skin at the moment. And I said, you just got to let it go. you got to let it go. He's number four. He thinks the world's built for him. Yeah. You know, if someone else doesn't do something, he goes in the next room and tries to convince <laughs> the next person. But what he goes is he plays the old, you know, mum said I can do that. Yeah. Did your mother say? Yeah, yeah, your mother said, oh, yeah. Yeah, your, your, your brother said it was all right. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got all that to... Uh, so he plays everybody off. He wanted pancakes the other day. Big sister wouldn't make them. So next sister. Then next sister said to big sister, he forced me. <laughs> next sister doesn't get forced to do anything. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, mate. In, in the further down the pecking order, I suppose what it is, is right from an early age, they've got to work their way. Hold on. How do I work my way through all this? But yeah, he's right. Do you I, think they're signs of... We call him <coughs> Lord Fontaroy. That's what we call him. <laughs> Honestly. It's yeah. signs of parental neglect, isn't it? Classic signs of um, yeah, just crying for help is what he's doing. Yeah, what do you, what do you class as neglect though? He's alive <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he gets he's fed. Alive. And he gets fed. That's right. Yeah. Oakley's lovely for sort of <clears throat> twenty minutes. Um, so, so do <laughs> yeah, but though, it's nice if actually nineteen of those minutes he's asleep. Is <laughs> so much better then as well. Right. Wow. Mind Let me finish this flipping you know thing. I've got to edit this. I know, but would you God. want to be a kid again? <laughs> would you want to be a kid again? Um, and go back to the beginning? Because I, I, I really loved my childhood and a lot about it, but I don't think it'd be the same now. No. They're all on phones and all on oh, no, glued to screens. I and, wouldn't like but, that. But I'm not even sure all the time it's by choice with them. I d and what I mean by that is that they more or less feel like they have to. I don't know. Yeah. And that, that might, I'll get shot down for saying that maybe. I don't know. I just think socially they live in such. Yes. It couldn't be more different to the social world that we lived in. Yeah. It couldn't be more different. You know, and when you just go off into the woods to play, to do something, to play. You don't hear yeah. kids doing that anymore because yeah. they're all around each other's phones. Well, it's interesting. Your, your, um, the book that you Lost Connections thing yeah. you're talking about, there's, a, there's a, more or less a chapter, isn't it, on, on stuff. Yes. And wanting stuff in, yes. in that. Yeah, yeah, and. Yeah. And I suppose I am at an age where we're actually we've said earlier on, stuff doesn't really matter to me in in so many ways. And it talks about those youngsters why they have to have the particular trainers yeah, or the particular yeah. you know they're not going to be a professional basketball player or they have to have this or they yeah. have to have that. And it talks all about marketing, doesn't it? Yeah. And, and advertising. And you think these kids are absolutely bombarded, aren't they? Well, the tragedy is we're being taught, <clears throat> or children are now being taught, to fill existential voids with physical items. Yeah. And it's only when you get older, hopefully, that you get to a point where you self-regulate and you rebel and think, oh, hang on a minute, I was buying all that stuff to fill a void that it didn't fill. Yeah. So you're constantly trying to sort your life out by buying stuff. And you think, actually, it's the, there's a reason why monks and, and purists and minimalists have very centred... Yeah, you know, mental health problems are low to non-existent. They're very centred 
presence and, and, and existence because they don't have all that clutter, you know, the yeah. stuff that you need, right? Do you know what, though? I, there's been times, boy, when I, that sort of idea of being a monk and brewing some beer and growing food. <laughs> it's just the beer. It's, all, it's only about the beer. Oh, no, the beer <laughs> yeah, that's the, the bit you right. cottoned onto. You're like, oh, hang on a minute, what? Well, I'll brew beer. <laughs> I can live in the mountains and brew beer. Food and, and, and peace and quiet. Simple life. You right? need it. Am I right? Am I thinking back? You thought about doing it. Yeah, well, I was Buddhist. I practiced Buddhism from 15 to about 23-ish, yeah. And, and yeah, did did seriously consider towards the end of that period just going off and and joining some sort of um, retreat or monastery. And what do you think that was? Because it's insanely attractive. That The way of life is just... Because it's... it's the, and, and that's interesting because, of course, that's in a period of time that wasn't like it is now. No. You know, I can understand now people saying, gosh, you know, I just want to run away and live in a treehouse or mm. I, I could really be a, you know, a monk or, or go off on a retreat or something to get away from being constantly bombarded and, yeah. and technology and phones and digital and the pressure of social media and the falseness everywhere. I mean, it's just falseness and disingenuousness is, is everywhere. Um, I can understand that now. But back then it was more, I'd, I'd been through a process of reading and, and practicing Buddhism that it became, it's, it's just so attractive. There's a serenity and a balanced sort of um, ness, I don't know what the word, what the word is, um, that makes you feel very safe in yourself and very comfortable and yeah. So the, the logical thing was, well, I could do this like full time, completely isolate myself. Yeah. Um, and I think the only reason, the only thing that stopped, well, two things that stopped me, I think I said before, one thing was <clears throat> my science brain really struggled with reincarnation. And that's quite a fundamental part of Buddhism. Yeah, I suppose <laughs> like, it is, yeah. <laughs> if you but can't also, quite I do that, then. you know, at some point you had to sort of have your family responsibilities and come back and run the estate, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, no, I, d I don't run the estate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> people to do that for me. Uh, <laughs> um, but there was—I'm an only child, and my friends are mean so much to me. They're like my family. So the yeah. idea of isolating from those things was a bit much. Yeah, wow. And just to think, we'd have never met. Yeah, Mrs. Frost would have been miserable. Yeah, you know that's I mean, true. yeah, I suppose a little bit like that. Yeah, I mean, I probably survived it. <laughs> but, you know, right? Could you imagine I'm, though? I'm just going to talk to you now. Go let him do this on his no, own because I'm not going to get to do this. And then all book. of a sudden, yeah, thirty years we've never met. Thirty years down the road, <laughs> I walk out. I'm stood at the front door. Oh, fancy coming in. <laughs> Do you brew much beer here? <laughs> like, yeah. Your little face would have gone, what? <laughs> I'm quite good at growing veg, you know. Yes. <laughs> so we could have been doing this. Yeah, dressed in robes. Yeah. That would have been cold. It's cold yeah. enough now. Yeah, that would, wouldn't it? Wow. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, go Book on. a month. So I'm going to do this in like 12 seconds because yeah. I'm bored of the idea of it. So Dr. Zeus, Dr. Zeus, however you want to pronounce it. Um, but it is always uh, children's author he wrote a book called The Lorax he's written loads of books I think they're wonderful they're all a bit kooky a um, bit off the wall is his own imagination but they have at their core the most incredible messages for children and The Lorax is all about looking after the planet looking after um, uh, in this kind of weird world that he's created they cut all the leaves off the trees to use them for other stuff they knock trees down to build you know mm. houses all that kind of jazz and um, 
and this is you know years ago I, I'm trying to think um, I can't date this this will be inaccurate but it's sort of I think 40s 50s 60s wow. sort of time um, I don't specifically know when the law act was written but he, I know he was active then um, and the, at the core of all of his books is a really simple message that kids can understand and yeah. they can get and it's about you know thinking right or being uh, moral or doing the right thing or having an active imagination or all of those sorts of things that you want to teach your kids right but it does it in a really interesting story where the grinch that's a doctor's always book right oh, uh, the grinch that stole christmas yeah. um <clears throat> ham eggs and peas or whatever that one is so the reason i chose it was because i liked this concept of simple things because we're in spring right or almost in spring it's hissing it down with rain it can get really cold we walk around in the garden and that little bit of life poking through the soil is just enough to make me like a massive smile on my face well the other day when i went out and it had been bad all day freezing cold hissing it down with rain and there was just this moment like i said to you earlier where the sunrise was there it was still it was dry still cold but it was beautiful and the birds were singing and the, the start of that spring chorus was starting up and i just couldn't help that this massive smile on my face and i thought it's the little things, isn't it? Yeah, you I'm know, growing the, on you, and all, aren't I? Little, <laughs> yeah. oh, you've been really honest. You <laughs> get, I'm growing on you. I know, you, you look at me sometimes, you, I've seen you smile with the same way. <laughs> the same way as you're smiling at that, at, at that sunset of the sunrise. With the little birds. Yeah. It's the simple things I do. that you like in life. It is. You know, yeah. Sometimes in the morning, I'm in the shower, and just for a, you know, a nanosecond, your face is there, and it's gone. But um, So, you know, when... <laughs> When you, <laughs> I don't know where to go. With You've that gone one. very pale. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, I'm not sure where to go with that one. So uh, that that is why that is my book of the month. Right, for crying out loud, what is your album of the month? Well, right, <laughs> I've got an album of the month for you. Look, yeah, you got your little hat on. What little hat is it? Um, it's a, I can't remember what the. It's like a baker's boy cap, isn't it? So like a newspaper boy cap, like a Peaky Blinder cap. Peaky Blinders. Is that it? Yeah. In fact, I don't have the blade in it. I carried a knife in my pocket. Yeah. Because <laughs> you're a gardener. Because yeah. I'm a gardener. Yeah. Um, Peaky Blinders. Peaky Blinders. Which has got to be action. So now we've got Hat of the Month. You are off the rails. I mean, the you need controlling. Hat of the Month. We started this with Book of the, of the month. month. Hat of the Month. Two yeah. months in, you were like, no, I'm not doing it. Kicked off, I'm having Album of the Month. Yeah. Now, now I've got Hat of the Month. Now we're going for Hat of the Month. Right. Hat of the Month is um, also the Album of the Month, um, which actually is completely so far away from the simple things and this, that and the other. Um, Missy Frost Brilliant. and I on topic. Um, have enjoyed... Um, Peaky Blinders the, f the TV show the TV okay, show okay yes yeah really enjoyed the TV show um, You're, you, I mean you could be one of them you sound like one of them don't you yeah they, well yeah possibly I probably wouldn't be at all surprised if my ancestors played some role but, <laughs> um, more like to be London based so that's the thing they were from Birmingham yeah they? they were uh, weren't they um, but I was bought double album yeah vinyl of the soundtrack of Peaky Vinyl? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And not only is the cover beautiful, but I mean, the music's very, you realize actually, I mean, if you set the scene of the whole program, yep. actually a lot of it's very dark, isn't it? And yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <coughs> Dramatic, and, and, moody. Yeah, <coughs> and you get the sense that, with even with the music, that they Lennon Cohen, he sort of yeah, boom, yeah. boom, very yeah, very dark, yeah, yeah. And, and Nick Cave, I think, does does quite a bit on it. But in fact, it's, 
I like the album for that. So, but I also like the fact that when the music's disconnected from the program, you obviously listen a lot harder to the words in the songs. Yeah, because you're not looking at anything. Because you're not looking at anything. And then, for me, the bit in between quite a lot of the songs are lines by the actors mm -hmm. from the programme. Okay. So you'll get a statement or something that, you know, one of the people blinders might say. Like what? Yeah, well, I know, probably best not say it, but... Oh, okay, gotcha. You know. Yeah, yeah. But, and actually, again, disconnected from the person... Yes. They become quite powerful. Yeah, you okay. You know, just those little lines. Little vignettes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so... That soundtrack to Peaky Blinders yeah. is your album really, of the month. Yeah, I don't normally do soundtrack stuff, but um, okay. And when, even when I got it, I was a bit like, oh, thank you. And yeah, I started, yeah. started listening, and I thought, actually, quite like it. And, I, and what's cool as well is inside, obviously, there's lots of uh, pictures of, of the actors yeah. and the actresses that, that play parts, but um, also, there's, there's original shots. Um, of the Peaky Blinders, but uh, obviously the Birmingham police must have yeah. taken presumably because of course it's based on a true story. Yeah, yeah. so there's some actual <laughs> pictures. Um, quite powerful. They're arresting pictures <coughs> as well. Yeah, you know, within within the album. So um, have you um, talking of um, uh, soundtracks? What about Hairspray? That's quite a good soundtrack. Have you listened to that one? No. Oh, well maybe. Why would I listen to that? Well, <laughs> oh, it's jazzy. It's upbeat. You know. So I didn't know you were into Hairspray. <laughs> Good musical, good Is film. It? Not seen it. John Travolta. No. no? Oh, all right. No. All right. Um, um, that disappoints me. Anything to do with hairspray? Hairspray's got like you know, they spray it out, mate. Oh yeah, no, I wouldn't want to use it. It's terrible for the environment. How do you keep your hair up then? Um, self motivation in the mornings. <laughs> <laughs> but you were dug deep for that one. Didn't yeah. you? you dug deep for that one. <laughs> So, yeah. <coughs> coming full circle, just to wrap yeah. up, right, about the simple things <clears throat> we kind of got away from. One thing that struck me the other week was we have spoken, so the podcast is called Roots, Wings and Other Things, right? We've spoken yeah. a lot about other things. We've spoken yeah. a little bit about wings, and I imagine we'll talk a bit more about wings as it gets into the summer and whatever, both birds and yeah. pollinators, um, bees and butterflies and whatever. Also, bats we're going to do. Oh, yeah. Have you got bats here? You must yeah. have, yeah. So I saw one last night. Batman come over. No, did Not he? Batman, oh. but a Batman. Oh, okay. Um, Other superheroes are available. Yeah, I mean, Robin's been a few times, but um, <laughs> but he came over. We're going to put some boxes up, but he had a, a, a good muster through um, the top of the, like, yes. one of the barns that's got, and he's found some traces. Guano. Yeah, found some. Brilliant. Yeah. Saw that on a program the other day. Yeah. That was on. That was on. It might have even been on that same. Um, same program about, about Borneo, about Borneo and right. the, the tons and the piles of the stuff, yes, yeah, yeah. and the world that it's created in yeah, caves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's fascinating incredible, isn't it? stuff. Yeah, fascinating. Well, it's yeah. so rich, isn't it? They reckon yeah. it's one of the very best things to put on your garden. Yeah. It's like the best natural fertilizer is. I mean, all well, not all poo, but a lot of animal yeah. byproduct is good, right? But guano is meant to be amazing. Well, I don't know why. Stuff, yeah, no, not why. I mean, because you just think most of it's sort of well, it's insects, isn't it? Isn't that what they? Yeah. And they eat a bit of fruit. I know fruit bats eat fruit, yeah. but I think, I think mostly, mostly it's insects, isn't it? I think that they yeah, yeah. And like human flesh, depending on which type of bat you've got. Vampire bats, I'm talking about. Oh yeah, we've got a lot of them, haven't we? Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I wanted to touch on 
but maybe we'll touch on this a bit more because we haven't got time to do it today, but we'll, we'll sort of tease people with it. The idea that we've spoken about before, about I how important... What? What? said we're going to be teased by... <laughs> What? Yeah, it's all right for you. I get like tens of messages every week going, when's it coming out? It's late. When, when am I going to listen to the next one? When are you doing the next one? There's, there's at least four people that badger me every month saying... When no, it's one person four times. Oh, oh, that's why the messages are so similar. Honestly, son. Honestly. So what we put in the ground, right, and soil and biomatter, the... If we put pesticides and nasties and chemicals, and, and I'm talking broadly, so leaching, if you don't control where that stuff's going. Yeah. I know I was talking to an environmentalist very recently, and he was saying he thinks the next best, the next big problem is going to be AdBlue, you know, this chemical that yeah, we're, all yeah. the new cars are going. Because so, where does it go? And when it's spilt in the ground, apparently it's really not good stuff. Hmm. Um, so <clears throat> uh, there are all, all those sorts of chemicals you know, that aren't meant to go in the ground but do, and that people throw in the ground. Um, and then, of course, you've got the whatever's rotting down and wasting that we throw out in just general yeah. waste, uh, and that leaches into the ground. And then the obvious things like weed killer and fungicides and pesticides and unnatural fertilizers, chemical fertilizers, and whatever. Now, of course, that permeates into the ground and the soil absorbs it, and then it, it kills all of the microbes in the soil and all of the um, natural fungi and the bugs that are in the soil which means that you get poor soil. But, of course, any rubbish that's in the soil is drawn up by flowers and plants, right? Yeah. And particularly the problem with flowers is that then they flower, and we know now from research that um, certainly in the last two years, specifically, I don't know whether there's more, but certainly in the last two years I was reading research, that that traces of those chemicals end up in the pollen yeah. um, and on the flower themselves. So then honeybees and wasps and beetles and butterflies all over the pollen, it's coming along, they take the pollen and they fly to other flowers fly back into the hive from terms of honeybees and they spread all of that chemicals around and of course everywhere it's spread it it has contact and if that begins to build up then it starts to kill everything it's in contact with right and so we know that honeybee health for example is being um, we suspect strongly is being um, eroded and and being compromised because of a build-up of chemicals and pesticides and whatever Um, and that will be the same through everywhere so it's sort of full circle isn't it that what you put in the ground obviously ends up being absorbed by fruit, veg, yep. flowers, passed around with all the others. So it's little wonder that we've got the problem we've got because there's us innocently killing our you know, weeds in our lawn, not thinking anything of it because success to me, I spray that nasty yep. stuff, the thistle goes away, brilliant. Yep. But don't realise that then a bit of clover grows eventually somewhere in that soil that's got some of that chemical in it yep. and a bee comes and dips about in that clover, flies off and spreads the badness around. And you imagine that on a global scale, suddenly we've got quite a significant problem, haven't we? Yeah, definitely. Um, we can't really finish on that note because it's quite depressing. Well, it? the thing that I wanted to finish on that I felt would be good is that we teased this last week, um, month, feels like it probably was last week actually, yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> last yeah, month, I'll take that in January, that... I said we should do a special, which is all about physical things that we can do to make a difference. Oh, there was a point to that. Mm. Oh, yeah, please, yeah. Not much for the rest of my life, but no, there was a point to that. And so went. maybe, what if we did that next month, March? What if you and I have a good old think, and it's all about practical top tips, so rather than just talking about the things that are wrong and presenting, which we've done, and I think it's important for us to encourage people to ask the questions and say, actually, there is a lot of stuff that isn't solved. But what if we could come up with 
little practical tips of pe things that people could do to actually make a difference that are easy. Things like, for example, not just, uh, so when you buy your compost, don't yeah. just buy any compost, like you would do if you're going to go sugar-free, have a little look at your butter, make sure it hasn't got yeah. sugar in it. Have a look, where's the compost come from, what's in it, what's it been treated with, that kind of stuff. I'm making this up as I go along because I've not done any prep for this at all, but that might be quite a nice thing to do, mightn't it? Cool. And can we add to that? Because mm. what about then if we, if I actually sit down with my little model that I've, I've made and talk you name? through... Oh, sorry. I made, I said. <laughs> made a little model. Made a little model. <laughs> Um, Lego. Easy, easy cowboy. Just in case Mrs. Frost does at some point <laughs> listen to this and realise quite what we talk about. Luckily enough, she's got a life. So yeah. Um, especially listen to me. She'd listen to you though, wouldn't she? She would. Mm. Yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway, what about if I've got my model in my Chelsea garden? Yep. If we talk, I talk you through that. In, in detail but yeah. then within that we can go into the biosecurity and actually interestingly the things that that's thrown up to me i.e. Yep. because I think one of the one of the things that that sits within that is is our soils which I still don't think is is talked about enough yep um, and Jeff dear old Mr Hamilton sir um, used to go on a lot yeah, about the yeah, soils yeah. way back when. Sure. Um, and and that would be a nice way of setting up ready for you know the Chelsea Flower Show. But it would also give people an understanding of biosecurity and what the hell I'm actually waffling on about when yep. I I go on these little mini rants about it. And hopefully then that will give people a few tips yeah, as like to that. the questions they can ask yep. when it comes to buying and putting plants in your garden and how how we garden going forward. And I think added to that the whole bit about maybe how you garden and how I garden as well because I, I think and it's a constant conversation even in this house um, hence Mrs Frost being a lot more of a control freak than me and, and I garden in quite a relaxed way sure. and I'm sure people turn up here on courses and they're all very polite but I bet quite a few go away <laughs> and go this garden wasn't as tidy as I thought it was going to be. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know? and, and maybe we, hopefully the weather's better we can walk a little bit talk yeah, a bit more yeah. and explain what I'm trying to do in different areas of the garden to maybe affect yep. and talk about that. Does Practical that tips, I think that sounds like a brilliant idea. Yep, <clears throat> that is good. And then also we can talk about um, what our plans are, what we've been up to. Because I know you've been out there and you're just like us, you know, you're thinking of ways to change up some of the borders yep. or add new bits to the borders. Yep. I know you've got this nursery project that you've really gone yeah. for. Haven't you? you started yep. that at the end of last yep. year, but that's really taking shape yeah, and stuff. Yeah, definitely. No, that'd be good. That sounds lovely. Sounds like we're starting to like form a plan. Well, hang on, let's <laughs> let's not go too far. Um, so I quite enjoyed today, <clears throat> despite the weather. Still hissing it down. It's literally not stopped raining yeah, the entire time. Good. I'm going to go home and um, have some lunch, snuggle up with the dogs, and edit this. Oh yeah. Mm, I am. You put a very strange picture of you up with your dogs on social media. Oh, the one on my back. We well, used to call that daddy cuddles. So I'd come home from work. Um, when I worked for the ambulance service and I'd have daddy cuddles because it was like in the middle of the night and he'd lay in my legs on his back with his legs up so I could scrubble his belly right between you and me what it looks a little bit wrong and why does it look wrong I don't know son we're mimicking is it the one where I'm doing the paws and he's doing yeah. the paws and I look like a Labrador yeah. if you imagine me with fur on I'd, I'd look just like a Labrador and a tail big tail big tail it would you know I'd, I'd look just like a Labrador 
you would bounce about as well when you smash everything I'd be over. irritating I'd be more like a Jack Russell puppy I think or a Springer Spaniel puppy yeah you'd be like a Springer Spaniel yeah yeah yeah, yeah. cute I mean, though, old, right really cute yeah I know but the old the old story is isn't it that Labradors you know are born half trained and, and, and <laughs> Cocker Spaniels die half trained <laughs> I'll tell you what we've got one of each and I think there's an element of truth in that our Cocker Spaniel is Scottish his son that's what you should go into next what's that Animal, animal Again. behaviour therapy. I've already done that. You what? Well, you haven't told me about that. All right then, that'll be for another time. What are you doing for this afternoon? What's what are you, you doing? You know, don't tell me you've even even what? even thrown your hat in that ring. Yeah. What? So you've done that? Animal behaviour therapy. Uh, animal behaviour, yeah. Yeah. What did I say? He doesn't <laughs> stick <laughs> anything. So Honestly, do us a favour with you next what? time. What, what, what? Bring your CV. <laughs> I don't have a CV. I think... I think one no, of the bring most, your CV. One I'm going to work out how many trees were cut down to create your CV. One of the most wonderful things about human life is curiosity, right? And the more curious you are about stuff, the more paths you get led down. And you can try all sorts of things. We're only here once, aren't we? Wouldn't it yeah, be tragic know, if you did the same nice job for actually, 20 years? Yeah, I mean, I suppose mine's evolved and changed and it based around one thing. But, but actually, I get to do lots of amazing things. And what I love about mine is there's so many people turn up and they talk to you, don't they, about... Now I've retired, I'm going to do more gardening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, brilliant. Yeah. I ain't done a day's work in my life. Yeah, I've been yeah, gardening yeah. since I was this side. <laughs> you know, oh, so. Hang on a minute. Somebody on social media the other day commented on you being a goalkeeper. Yeah. A not very good one. Um, I think I, that's what they said. No, I was a half decent goalkeeper, mate. Was that yeah. professional, was it? Semi-professional? Was it I got, I've earned a few quid along the way doing it. But only, oh, um, yeah, I mean, to be fair, I was lucky that I was, I, I was half reasonable and... And most towns I went to live in, I played town football. So, um, and actually, you know, it's like when my kids were sport now. I think for me, sport's an incredible thing. Not only do I keep, you know, sport as a big part of my life for me personally, but, but actually socially, um, I, it's given me a social life. You said about the friends thing. Yeah, yeah. Because I play a decent level of, of sport, wherever I went, um, yeah, you know, as a network. If you're half decent goalkeeper, <coughs> mate, the local team, and then the local team turns into the town team sure, quite sure, sure. quickly. So you make a load of mates. So um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see who, who said that. I might go around and see. Who yeah, said have a little look. Goalkeeper. You yeah. said something like it wasn't. He wasn't very good, or yeah, something like that. Yeah. I don't think they said they were the, you were the worst goalkeeper they'd ever mm. known. But you know what? Something people, like that. People disagree like monster, eh? You know what people yeah. are like. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. know what they're like. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Scarf. Everybody's got an opinion, and yeah. everybody's got an opinion. Yeah. <laughs> you just try and keep the ball out the net. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's big, you know. What the ball Seriously, or the net? The goal. Is it right? You think about it logically, right? You meant to, have ten, blokes, you meant to have ten blokes in front of you, <laughs> keeping the ball out. Then you're just having to be the last person. So just because you're at the end, and you're the last person that tries to keep the ball out the net, it's your fault. <laughs> I've never played football, so I wouldn't understand. No. I tell you what, though, is dangerous and difficult. That's table tennis. That is. <laughs> what? What? Well, no. Table tennis? What are you playing it with a golf ball? <laughs> <laughs> How's table tennis dangerous? Well, it's fast, isn't it? Wrist strain? If that, if that, and if you've got shorts on and that gets your thigh, that stings, mate. That is, Absolutely, honestly. That's pong smart, they call it. Is that what they call yeah. it? Mm. Yeah. I bet you can do a trick with a table tennis ball, can't you? Right, we're wrapping this up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, don't forget to uh, subscribe if you haven't already done so, because then you Sorry, get to know... Went, 
that's something that's just gone through my head about table tennis ball, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah, let's not. So we, you can save it for your holiday. Um, if you yeah. haven't already done so, because we only record them once a month, you get to know immediately when it lands. So uh, don't forget to subscribe. If you really like it, it would be really nice if you left a little review. Um, uh, you can leave as many as many five as many stars five as many stars five review as you like five. Uh, and uh, a little no, just lovely. five. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and if you obviously, if you want to send any more messages, you know, Jez is there. He's available. <laughs> Clearly, twenty-four-seven. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And obviously, as you've all worked out, he's far better on social media than I am. Well, I hate it. I just do it more often than you do. So at that Jez Rose or at Frost at work um, uh, for your questions, and we're more than happy to answer them. We get some really lovely pictures from people sharing, sharing pictures of their garden and stuff as well. And we've got a guy called Phil in America. Hello to Phil. Um, there's a few people in America that listen. I look at it on the download charts, and there seems to be a real big peak in America. Um, Are you big in America? Oh yeah, massive. Uh, <laughs> and if Phil uh, and Phil sent a picture of uh, he'd done some grafting, two different uh, apple varieties on one on one graft. So yeah, that was nice. Impressive. That's impressive. Yeah, right? absolutely. Well done, Phil. Well done, Phil. Uh, so we'll see you next month. Uh, share, subscribe, like, all that kind of jazz, and uh, we'll see you then. Say goodbye, Adam. He's so professional, son. <laughs> you could be on radio too, seriously. Good eye. Yeah. Well, speak to Joe if she's ill. I'm more than happy to stand in for her. I've met Joe, she's lovely. She's she won't remember me, but she's lovely. No, you're right, she won't. <laughs> Not many people do. Say goodbye. Oh, yeah, oh, bye, everybody. Bye bye. <laughs>